Welcome to episode 86 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. I'm joined by Jason. What's up? Not much. It's September. That's right. We're here. 86 episodes in. If you make a Green Day joke, the podcast is officially over. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't act like you don't know. No, I don't. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm, I'm clueless, people. Somebody the, out there, tell me. You're the Green Day fan. I do like Green Day. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you. Okay. Is there something... Wake me up when September ends. Oh, fuck. I, yeah, okay. That's just see, like, I totally wrong. I'm gonna no, see, I like... Good I'm going to cut all this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> fuck it. Do it. talk about this show that just happened this past weekend yes the rockla freaking homer reunion show at the shrine <clears throat> talk a little bit about what we've got going on this weekend yep. yeah a few new songs play a song for you you know the standard that's right well let's do it yeah well what's first crowbar yes crowbar as you may well know if you've listened to us before we're big fans we've had kirk winstein on here twice now yes fortunate enough for that to happen so go back those are two of the better episodes ever because the man has a ton to say and we'll talk about anything with you and their new song just came out uh, less than a week ago yeah and their album's coming out at the end of this month actually that's right that's right the new song is called falling while rising uh and the album is called uh the serpent only lies right yeah. Okay. And uh, this song is, I mean, it's classic Crowbar. It's everything you'd expect from Crowbar. It's, you know, low and slow, baby. <laughs> low and slow. You know, and it, but then it's, and it's got his trademark vocals. And then it's got this killer, like real sinister harmony guitar line, you know, uh, solo deal. I mean, it's, it, it's everything you love from this band. It does not disappoint. And there's none heavier. None heavier. Yeah, I love how his vocals have changed. I think we talked about this before, kind of changed over the years. Yeah. In the same sense I kind of talked about with Tommy Victor before. Yeah, exactly. It's trend transformed into something, you know, more melodic and vocal than yeah. his earlier stuff. And earlier stuff's great. I love it just the same, but it's just really cool to see his voice progress this way and it still work well with their music, you know, and that like you said, low and slow, their music, it's just doom metal and they're the masters of it yeah pretty much i mean uh you know they, they uh i like it starts with the, just a real slow ominous you know intro and then it picks up a little bit it starts to gallop a little bit you know but you know you can't gallop too much when you're that heavy <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. believe me i know and so i mean it's just it's just the perfect perfect formula and uh you know i think that uh these guys are going to do good things with this album. Uh, they deserve it. They're all, you know, stellar people. So, uh, you know, it's out there. The song, look it up and all the usual outlets. Uh, it's going to squash your nuts into oblivion. <laughs> right. And the riff Lord, how does he keep coming up with, with I don't riffs know. like this all these years later? He does it. 
just keeps happening. Yeah, that's why he's the Rift Lord. Yeah. And really. Todd Strange is back in the band. That's right. So, you know, you've got half the original lineup here now. Yeah, pretty so, much. Look more for for more from Crowbar here coming soon, and hopefully, I assume he'll be on here at a third time, probably in 2017. That'd be awesome. Aren't we going to see him in October? Uh, that's true. Aren't they at that thing? We're considering going to a festival in Texas. And yes. They're one of the bands on the bill, so hey, maybe then. You never know. You never know. The album will be out by then, so. That's right. That's a good time. Well, speaking of new albums coming out, let's just do a quick blurb on this. Testament has a new song out. Okay. You need to check it out. Brotherhood of the Snake, I believe. Is that yes. right? I heard it for the first time today. You know, I was slacking. I know they, it's not up on Spotify, <clears throat> but they had a YouTube video they put up, you know, like a lyric video or something. And this is just, it's just one of those songs you hear and you're like, why do I like heavy metal? It's this fucking reason right <laughs> this here. This is why. Yep. You hear it and that's all That's all you need to know. It's just one of those metal songs that just heavy balls out and you're like, this makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, and, and I heard it I heard it last week. Uh, our, our buddy Jason put it up online. I listened to it. And um, what I noticed, like right off the bat, was Chuck was doing a little bit more of the, the deathier vocals that he used to do. You know, when, like, Alex Skolnick first left, you know, when they kind of got into their their more, you know, uh, evil, death Yes, the demonic, the yes. Yeah. And um, there's a little bit of that in there. I mean, not too much. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, so it's good to see them flexing their muscles, you know, and doing some different stuff again. Yeah, I noticed it was kind of about half and half. It had the classic mm-hmm. Chuck Billy vocals like you expect, and then it had that as well. And, yeah. And I know, you know, there's always been... I've never seen an interview with Alex Skolnick talking about it, but I've always read that he wasn't a big fan of that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's why they did it when he was gone. And since he's came back, it took him a while, but now they play like a track from that album. Yeah, they'll play some songs yeah. from that area. Yeah. Which exactly. he didn't want to at first. Yeah. You know, but so obviously it's something he's warmed up to. And yeah. When you're, when you got Chuck Billy as your vocalist, you know, he can do that shit and it not yeah, sound it wrong. You know, it why sounds not? right. Even That's if right. he's, you know, singing in that deathier style, it sounds fucking right because it's Chuck Billy. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> look for that. That's, I think that's in October. Okay. Not positive. Okay. But look that up if you're a fan of thrash. If you're not, turn yeah. this off. Yeah. It, well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, if anything, just go to YouTube, uh, put that song in, crank it up, and crack you open a couple beers. And and pour them down your throat, Steve Austin style. Yeah, because that's that's how badass. The so that means is. half of it down your throat and half of it all over your shirt. Hey, that's fine. Whatever it takes. Hell yeah, that's the only way to drink. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do that this weekend. <laughs> Goddamn right we are. <laughs> well, speaking of riffs, speaking of music, let's play a song for you right now. Okay. This is a band called Scorned out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. We've had on Cody Slane, the vocalist, on this podcast before. You talked about Scorn. It's been a while back, but they've got a new single that just came out a couple weeks ago, and we're going to play it for you right now. Great. It's called Another Mistake.
from Scorned. That's their brand new single. It's going to be on their forthcoming album, which they're actually starting recording, I believe, this week. Or maybe it's next week. Nice. Like I said, out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. We've had Cody Slane, the vocalist on our podcast before. That's way back at episode 47. He had, at the point he was on here, he had just joined the band, I think, a few weeks prior to that. Yeah. And he was driving back and forth with rehearsals between that and Blackwater Rebellion. He talks a little bit about that in the beginnings, but they're He's well entrenched into it now. They've done a ton of shows and they're recording this album. John LeCompte from Evanescence fame actually produced that song. 
Yeah, great production. Producing the whole album. Yeah. You know, so I would expect, you know, that that's a great person to have in your pocket. Oh, yeah, you and can't go wrong, really. Like you said, great production. It's obvious that someone that knows what they're doing is in there with these guys and great musicianship all around. There's everything about this song. The vocals and the guitars are both melodically and catchy and memorable. Mm-hmm. Like you go away from it, remembering that chorus, you go away from it, remembering that guitar riff. It's just, it's built for something like Octane, like we've talked about yeah. before. You know, this is the type of thing that people need to hear and you hope gets out there because it's the type of thing that could blow up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, hooky as hell, uh, a great performance. Um, I mean, you know, these guys uh, keep on this track and these guys will be, you know, we'll definitely hear from them. Yeah. And another thing I thought was cool was uh, the guitar solo. The solo's on there without a rhythm track under it. There's like a little harmony thing going on way in the back. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I know. But it's it's not, funny. It's cool you notice that. I notice that, yeah. But see, I think there's not a, not enough bands with one guitarist really do that, though. It's yeah. like, then they get live and it loses some. doesn't really lose something. It just doesn't sound the same. Yeah. You know, like Dimebag did yeah. that all the time, you know? Yeah. On, especially on all the early stuff. As soon as it came solo time, you don't hear a rhythm track under there because yeah. he's not playing it. That's you don't right. have to layer it in the studio and then you get live and never hear it. So yeah. I just always thought that's cool when guitarists do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it uh, gave it a good little uh, twist there. Yeah. So check them out. Scorn, you can hear that song on Reverb Nation. You can buy it on Reverb Nation. You can hit them up on their Facebook page. Just type in S-C-O-R-N-E-D and you can buy the track there as well, as well as they've got t-shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff yes buy their stuff yes and look for them live soon and look for this new album i don't know what their timetable is but i would assume probably early next year well speaking of live music this past weekend we went to the shrine here in tulsa yes dmg productions put together a show that was billed as the rock the freaking homer reunion show and it was called that because if you're not aware where Rockla Freaking Home is, a Facebook group, it's got thousands of people in it. It's put together by our buddy Kevin Graham. It's all, you know, alumni, just people from Rocklahoma. Yeah. A place to hang out and talk about it and music in general. And all five of the bands on this bill played at Rocklahoma this past year. So Chris Solon Taylor, who runs DMG, put this together. Like we talked about last week, it's an excellent lineup and it lived up to lived up to what it looked like it should be on paper. Yes. Oh, yeah, hands down. Uh, I mean, you know, there was, you know, we're not just being nice and, you know, stroking each other off here or whatever. Right. I mean, you know, oh, everybody was great. Everybody was amazing. It was, you know, it was killer, whatever. I mean, it really, I mean, this really was. I mean, all, you know, we love these bands and they just, they happen to just all kick ass, you know, and yeah. because that's what they fucking do. <laughs> and uh, there was just kind of a, a something different in the air that night. There's a vibe, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and until, of course, I had too many PBRs and lost that fucking vibe. But, <laughs> I mean, it was a great fucking show. I mean, from start to finish, every band just slayed. I mean, uh, it, was, uh, it was a special night. Yeah, there was a good turnout. Lots of familiar faces from us from being out there at Rocklahoma. Oh, yeah. And I would start naming names, but then I'd feel like a dick whenever I forget yeah, yeah, but 30, 25 other names. Exactly. But all you yeah. Rockla freaking home people were there, and we love you, and you're awesome. Yes. Great to hang out with all these people and, and 
you know, to see all these these five bands, we've had four of them now on the podcast, mm-hmm. and we've talked to Drek about being on the podcast. So it's it was just a cool, like you said, a vibe and everything. And a lot of times, I've been to shows with five bands, and you know, they'll all be good, but you know, I'll cut out after half a set to go outside to talk to someone, yeah. or yeah, exactly. you know, just to get some air or something. But this show, I never did that. Every single band from start to finish, I saw all five sets. That's right. You might not have saw the last set because you're asleep, so apologies to Drek. But <laughs> why well, you got to bring that okay, up? Okay, not asleep. Sorry, you do that. A little drunk. Sorry. A little drunk. There yeah. we go. That's better. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, Machine in the Mountain started this thing off. Oh man! And like we talked about, was that two episodes ago? No, that was the last episode. Yeah. yeah. We had them on as guests. Go back and check that out. Episode eighty-five is a great. Great talk with those all four guys for about an hour. And like we talked about then and like they talked about, if if you do what you're doing and you do it right, you don't have to have a vocalist. That's right. You know, so many people find that odd until you get out there and you see it happen. You know, all four of them are into it. They're, you know, just the music lends itself to, like they talked about, telling a story. So mm-hmm. you just, you get lost into it and you don't, you're not sitting around waiting for words to be said. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much going on already, and and uh, th- these are some stellar musicians, and it just uh, it all works really. Yeah, so it's definitely a band that you've got to see live to truly appreciate. I think you know they've got oh, great yeah. stuff out there. You can listen to all their light, you know, all their stuff online. But seriously, if you get a chance, check these guys out. And they've got new music coming. We talked about it. Should be. I think he said hopefully by mid-October they'll yeah. have their third EP out, The Architect. So look out for that. Yes, definitely. Forever and Disgust was also here. Oh, man. We've had them on before. That's right. And just balls out metal. metal oh, yeah. You know, metal core tendencies, but also just heavy as fuck, you know. And Kyle Williams is just owns the microphone. And Always. You know, with both his acts and... You know, even, just, even when the guy was untying his shoes while he was singing, he still didn't phase him. <laughs> what? I didn't see that, I guess. At the very front, yeah, some guy next to me was like untying his shoes while he was while he was singing. What, to be a dick or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably a friend of his or something. And <laughs> he just kept going, you know. But, I mean, <laughs> anyways, these guys are just relentless. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it just their sound just attacks your senses. I mean, it's just... Uh, you can't escape it. It's just brutal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Ira Wilton on the drums, Keith and Kevin playing guitar, brothers, Kevin, Keith and Kevin Parker. You know, and you can tell these guys have been playing together for a long time. Yeah. They've, you know, I'm sure them two have been playing guitar forever since who knows when. But yeah. the band itself, I know, has been together, I think that it was the early 2000s. So we're mm-hmm. 12, 14 years by now. And it's it's evident. Oh, yeah. So and that's just another band. They've they've got stuff online, and they said they're working on an EP themselves right now as well. So can't wait to hear that. Definitely. And speaking of, it's evident when a band has been together. Severmind, always. How many times are we going to say Severmind's name on this podcast? Oh, I know. It's countless. Are we biased? You know. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to absolutely love these guys over the past year and a half, and. It's just, you you know, once you've seen them live, you know what you're going to get. Just heavy metal. Yeah. You know, just 
great music. It's just four guys that, you know, excellent musicians know what the hell they're doing and just put on a show and they're yeah. all four excellent human beings as well, which is great. And That's just, right. I can't say it, I just say it every time, you know, Stacy Lane's just, you just watch him in awe. Yeah. And, you know, he's just got the, just got a great unique voice, you know, it lends itself to all different eras of metal, in my opinion. It's just everything about this band, you know, yeah. is, is great. I mean, yeah, Heath was Heath was rocking the SG. That was awesome. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's just every every you know anybody that's a certain fan of whatever kind of metal, you can all come together and love this band. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's like they don't cross tons of genres, but they they fit right in between everything, and you can't really pinpoint it, which yeah, is good. You know, exactly. I mean, you can't hate them. Yeah, and they've got they've got two great albums out, and it's just do yourself a favor. I say that en- enough times. Do yourself that quote. Do yourself a favor, but do it. Yep. Because it's hashtag all killer no filler. That's right. <laughs> That's what we do here. Yeah. Well, Crane Technique finally saw these guys live. Yeah. We've been talking about that for weeks on end. We had them on the podcast several episodes back. Another great group of guys, and. I got to tell you, like we said, I'm biased towards Severmind, biased towards those guys in Forever and Disgust, you mm-hmm. know, big fan of Machine and Mountain and Drek, but Crane Technique sold it for me. Really? Yeah, just because I was so, that's what I was amped up the most to see. Yeah. Just because I hadn't seen it, and then it completely lived up to what I, the hype in my head. Nice. So I think that just kind of stole a show for me and just. Yeah. Well, you know, they delivered. And yeah. uh, just the fact that you're saying that, you know, that's a testament to. You know, yeah. how good they did. Yeah, and you watch Steve Young up there playing a seven-string bass. Yeah. That's just, you think, <laughs> like, is this is this really happening? He's it's doing happening. it. And it's just flawless. It's just, like, moving around. It's like, you know, you're watching fucking Stu Ham or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, that might be going drastic. You know, Stu Ham's, like, probably <laughs> one of the greatest bass players on earth. But I'm just saying he makes it look easy like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And just Dennis is up there and just... Complete, it just blows my mind watching him live that he's been doing this for a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, when we talked to him on a podcast, he said when they started this band, I think it was January of 2015, mm-hmm. and that's the first time he had ever sung in a band or with anybody, you know, yep. outside of just, he said, screwing around on his own, I guess. So, but I mean, he had been on stage prior to that doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. So you can tell he's comfortable, but just <laughs> just the how he projects the voice... And just everything, you know, the the guitars and the drum is just fucking heavy metal, balls out. You know, it's got the the new metal tendencies at times, but it's just his vocals and everything bring it to that, you know, heavier, Hell he- yeah. that heavier place, you know, yeah, and just, definitely. just can't say enough. Yeah, glad, fin- glad we finally got to see those guys. Yeah. Well, direct closed out the night. <laughs> I got to say, this is the, I think the fourth time I've seen him. Yeah, I haven't seen him a lot as much as a lot of people there had seen him, but every time I see him, I just love him a little bit more. There you go. You know, it's just one of those yeah. bands are just an excellent live band. There's just so much, you know. Scott is just a great front man. They put so much in, you know, into it. And they're the the thing I love about Drek more than anything is that 
You can't. Someone says, "Hey, what does Drek sound like?" You got to stop and think about it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah, tell you them. Can't. You can't say this That's is for fans thing. of this. Yeah. You know, you can throw out band names that they kind of mix styles from. But you can't say that they sound like any band you think of. And that's a rarity, especially today. Yeah. You know, for bands that haven't been around since forever. Yeah. You know, these guys are from Kansas City and they make the trip down here. And I know he said that the last two times I've seen him here in Tulsa, that he said he always feels like they get more love and a better reaction here than they do in their own hometown. Really? And he thought, and he just said that he thinks it's weird they got to travel to do it, but. Hey, why I can't not? thank us enough. Well, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad they come and see us for sure. Yeah, and we're gonna get them on here. They're just hey, and, he's, and Scott was wearing a suicidal tendencies shirt, so you know. Yes. You know these guys are good dudes. Of course. I'm basing it off of suicidal tendencies. Well, hey, that, these <laughs> things matter, you know. Well, another thing, hey, I'll throw this out there. Kevin Graham had a few drinks in him, and he got <laughs> on stage during Drek. Yes. And almost knocked over one of the monitors. Uh oh. And. They took it in stride, you know, just because they know Kevin. They know that he's a huge fan of Drek. That's right. So I think if it had been anybody else, they might have been a little more pissed off. Yeah, but Kevin didn't mean no harm. Yeah. Kevin's just there to have a good time. That's we right. We love him. Yes. As we, we all him. are. Oh, well, yeah, we do. We do love him <laughs> yeah. big time. But once again, great lineup by Chris from DMG Productions. Him and Heather and the whole, all of their dark side crew out there put on an excellent event. Yes. Steve Murdoch was out there running the stage. Always great to see him and hear some of his opinions <laughs> on anything. Oh, definitely. Just a great dude. And, of course, like we said, tons of people from from Rocklahoma that we've come to know over the past few years. Great to see everybody. Of course, Kevin and Rachel. Oh, yeah. We're Afterwards, good. you know, we hung out with them, yeah. Jason and Jennifer. Yeah, and definitely. Everybody, you know, it was just a... Just a fun night all the way around from beginning to end. And do you have anything else to say about the show before I do something? Uh, just kind of, you know, backing up your statements. We had fun. Everyone was cool. You know, everybody got along. Bands helping bands out. People helping people. And bands are up there in the front watching other that's bands. That's right. I saw that. That's awesome. People drinking with other people. I mean, really. I mean, it was just such a great time. Uh, you know, loved it. Yeah. Well, I was going to mention that we forgot to mention mm. that same day earlier in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about this a little bit. We went out to the Tulsa Punk Rock Flea Market. That's right. That's right. This has been going on for a few years now. I, I feel like they might do it twice a year, but yeah, I'm not seems positive like on that. It seems like it comes around more than once a year. Yeah. But this is the first chance either you or I have had a chance to get out there and they did it out in the parking lot behind the first shop downtown Tulsa this year. And I know before they had been doing it somewhere else down there. But, you know, it's just a cool event. You know, a lot of vendors and a lot of, you know, just people setting setting up, selling their art or selling their their stuff that they've made. It's not always revolved around music, but it's always, you know, art that someone that likes punk rock yeah. or hard rock or metal or anything would yeah. be into. It's not your hoity-toity bullshit no it's yeah. not your yeah <laughs> and you know it's not your tulsa vintage show um you know it's 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 you know stuff for you know fucking freaks that are left to center like us <laughs> um you know I, it was just a great vibe all kinds of different people all kinds of different art and just wares vinyl music clothes uh 
all kinds of stuff. There was food trucks, uh, dunk tanks, yeah. beer, bands. I mean, it was just a great vibe. It re I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they had a couple bands out there. We weren't able to make it when they had played. They played earlier in the day. We were yeah. there later in the afternoon. But once we got there, we ran into Chad Malone. That's right. From Senior Fellows. Yes. You'd also know him from The Shame and some other stuff. Yes. If you've been around the Tulsa area, Larkin. But anyway, we talked to talked to him for a little bit, and he had said he had just got out of the dunk tank that he went in probably 40 times. <laughs> yeah. You know, because... That's just what happens. That's right, when you're in the dunk yeah. tank. <laughs> so it's good to see him, and he he told us that there's new senior fellows on the horizon, like very close to being being out there for Can't the world to hear. wait. Yes. That's another band you should check out. When we talked about Crowbar earlier, talking about Heavy as Fuck. Yeah. These senior guys, I'm not comparing them. I'm not saying they sound like Crowbar. I'm just saying it's Heavy as Fuck like Crowbar is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we had Chad Malone on the yes. podcast. So go back and check that out. Yeah, that's a good one. That just he talks about all kinds of stuff, traveling Europe with Brother Inferior, to yeah. the senior fellow stuff to you know Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, comic books. It's it, we covered all on that one. <laughs> He's a great guy and love to have him back on here sometime as yeah. well. But yeah, I mean, that's just one of these things that it's just cool to see and you wish more that there'd be more stuff like this, but it's the fact that there is this in Tulsa is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I hope Hopefully it comes around six months from now or whatever it is. That's right. And who else do we run into? Paulette there from Fist of Rage. That's right. Yes. Talk to her for a little bit. And it's always it's always a lovely time whenever you're in the presence of Paulette. Of course. Of course. Yes. So check that out. She's also been on this podcast. That's right. We'll just say that every episode. This person has been on the podcast. So if this is your first time or you're a new listener, go back. That's right. TheThunderUnderground.com, they're all on there, and also SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder-Underground. We are not ashamed to pimp our uh, our episodes. No. The more we say it, the more it sticks in your head. That's right. The more you'll do it. Maybe you'll go back. <laughs> well, on a completely different subject, glam metal, hair metal, 80s metal, melodic rock, arena rock, whatever the fuck you want to call it, this weekend in Tulsa, the farm rock group, or the group that does Farm Rock, Frederick Entertainment, is bringing their Farm Rock to Tulsa, but instead of calling it Farm Rock like they do all the other events, they're calling it Streets Gone Wild, because this is actually their first event that's in a city setting. Usually yeah. they do it out in a field somewhere, which is hence the name Farm Rock. Yeah. And so this one's going on in the streets of downtown Tulsa, right out front of the Ideal Ballroom. They're a part of it with Tom Green, and his whole crew is linked in with this, because Tonight, actually, it kicks off, the VIP pre-party kicks off at the Ideal Ballroom, and that includes Mike Tramp of White Lion fame, I guess he's not tackling White Lion anymore, That's right. and then Kip Winger, of course, of Winger fame. Both of them are doing acoustic sets, which will be badass, because, you know, I'm not going to go into defense of either of these guys, like I have a million times, you know, if, if you're into this kind of music, you know how good of musicians both these guys are. Yeah. And you give them an acoustic guitar and they're going to prove it. Exactly. You know, and it's just, and I don't care what your opinions on White Line or Winger is if you like your stuff a little heavier, you know, but these guys know what, they, especially Kip Winger, you know, Mike Trump's a great musician, but Kip Winger is just another level of a musician. That whole band Winger is, and hence the fact that right now he has the number one album on Billboard charts in the classical music yeah. 
Think about yeah. that. All you people that, <laughs> all you Beavis and Butthead fucking lovers that made fun of Kip Winger, made fun of Winger, uh, the guy has a number one classical album. So in 2016, that, yes, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> yeah. The guy can play. Yeah. Well, that's happening tonight, and that's the pre-party. I think you have to have VIP tickets to get in to that part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can just buy tickets to go to that, but maybe I'm wrong. Either way, hope we'll see you out there. We'll be out there, and we'll be in all three days. Yes, definitely. So do come by and see us. You know, I'm going to try to rattle some names off here bands that's going to be out there if you haven't seen the poster just look it up but night ranger warrant quiet riot steel heart faster pussycat lillian axe queens reich quiet riot you said quiet Riot okay. already. firehouse Vic- firehouse vixen <laughs> autograph autograph lillian axe you already said lillian axe did i do i, I need really to take this them. over god damn it trent what the fuck i haven't said micah okay we love Micah. She's been on yes, this podcast. Go back and look that up. See, did it again. Yeah. Drivers playing. Mike DiPatula's been on this podcast. Go back and look that <laughs> up. I said Warren. <laughs> Joey Allen's been on this podcast. Go, Go back, back and look that, up, look that up as well. Fuckers. Doxy. And then the post parties include Dead Metal Society. And then Ricky Rocket and Brandon Gibbs. That's right. And, of course, you know Ricky Rocket from Poison. It's like an acoustic duo thing where they play... Uh, they play poison songs and some other, you know, just cover songs as well. That's right. So that that's something cool and unique that you don't get a chance to see a lot of times. And Dead Metal Society. We've had two of those guys on. Go back, listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So out of all those those bands, what do you think you're looking forward to? Striper is also there. Yeah. What do you think you're looking forward to the most? Uh I'm looking forward to Queen Drake and Warrant the most. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, those are, you know, Warren is my favorite band from that genre, hands down, forever. Um, and Queensryche, I really, really love uh, what Todd Latore has brought to that band in the last few years. Yeah. Um, just a stellar live show. I can't wait to see it again. Um, and, you know, their new stuff with him is just out of this world. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking good. Um, and uh, that, that's really, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Micah again. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's just going to be a great weekend. Yeah. Um, great White's also going to be there. That's right. I missed that one. I think Queensryche's definitely near the top for me because of exactly what you just said with Todd being there. We got the chance to see him last year. Yeah. Or 2015 at Rocklahoma, finally live. And it's just, it makes you remember why you fucking loved Queensryche. That's right. In case you forgot, you know, in the last 15 years, whenever, you know, Jeff Tate was in charge releasing the half-ass music. <laughs> You know, no no offense. Actually, Tribe was really good. That came there in the middle. But anyway, um, where was I going with this? I'm looking forward to the most Steelheart. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because... The guy won't even need a fucking microphone. Yeah. He can just sing and you'll be able to hear it. He's naturally. absolutely one of the greatest vocalists that ever graced the earth. Mm-hmm. Ever graced rock music. I and believe he can it. still do it. We've seen it a couple times. You know, well... Twice at Rocklahoma, and I saw it again at Rockin' America. This guy is just phenomenal from day one till now. And, hey, he's got Rev Jones still in the band. We talked about that. One of the world's most phenomenal rock bassists. So that's just a rarity to be able to see Steelheart unless you're... It seems like they're always playing Denver for some reason, Uh but then they're always playing, you know, like the coast or these festivals or, 
you know, they play Japan and Europe a lot because people over there respect good music. And <laughs> But anyway, after that, you know, probably Night Ranger I'm really looking forward to because that's, haven't seen them in a long time, I think, since they played Rocklahoma. Or maybe I saw them open for Journey once, but they, they just, they're just a fun band and they put on a great yeah. show and it's just, even if you're just on the fence or you're just, you know, a few Night Ranger songs and that's it. It's one of those things you just kind of get lost in because yeah. it's kind of like Warrant where it's just so fucking fun. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know? and, and, and they sound impeccable. Yeah. After all these years, they haven't missed one fucking beat. And usually, the times we've seen them, at least, they played Coming of Age by Dan yes. Yankees. So that's always a fun time as well. Always. And speaking of that kind of vibe, Firehouse is the same way. Yes. And I know that you love them as much as oh, I do. Man. That's going to be awesome. CJ Snare is another guy that you know, just he hasn't lost anything off his voice from their debut album in 1990. You know, he still he still pulls it off perfect. And Bill Leverty is one of the most underrated guitarists from that whole era. Oh yeah, big time. I mean, that guy, that guy. No one, no one realizes how good that guy is. It's all you know. He just gets lost and all that kind of stuff. But that guy can play circles around most. Yeah, seriously. And I will say, I said it twice, maybe that's why I'm looking forward to seeing Lillian Axe and Quiet Riot. Yeah. Mainly because I haven't seen Quiet Riot with, with Juicy Pearl. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of this guy. A lot of people don't even really know who he is, but Love Hate, you know, is one of those bands that is one of the most underrated bands from that era. Blackout in a Red Room is just fucking fantastic. There you go. And then Lillian Axe is another one of those same type of bands. You know, they've got, you go see them live in a, People, if they're playing like Moonlight and Your Blood or True Believers or Show Me Show Me Your Love, people forget, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And it's just another band that, you know, had excellent musicianship and just kind of got lost in the shuffle, you know, had some radio success, but didn't, doesn't get the love these days like the bigger bands got, you know. Exactly. So, all in all, we'll talk about this stuff in more detail, obviously, next week after the fact, I think. Oh, yeah. That'll be, that'll be a big episode. Yeah. Got Eddie Trunk and Luke Carl and Bobby Brown of Cherry Pie fame out there. there all of them hosting this thing. And, you know, so anyway, looking forward to this and hope to, if you're out there and you're listening to this, come by and say, hey, that's right. We'll be there. You won't miss us. Yeah. We, we can we can talk about which airs of Queen Drake and Warrant we all like the best. <laughs> I think everybody's going to say the same thing, but I mean, I don't know. Well, they, I don't know. That's not I mean, true. There's, 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 my, there's some there's some arguments to be had there on a couple of the on a couple of those, but we'll 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 talk about that later. All right. My favorite era Warrant. Jamie saw, St. James. Yeah, I saw your picture on a milk crate. <laughs> oh my <Right>. God. <laughs> Jesus, well, are we done yet? I think so. <laughs> Well, like I said earlier, thethunderunderground.com, everything's on there. You can find all these podcasts, www.soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. You can find us on Facebook, The Thunder Underground, YouTube, Instagram is also The Thunder Underground. We're also on Periscope, we're on Twitter, and on these podcasts, like I said, 85 previous episodes, we've named off a lot of them. We've also had guys on from Drowning Pool and Soil, uh, Murder FM, Chris Broderick from Megadeth and Active Defiance, Scott Wino Weinrich from The Obsessed and Spirit Caravan, and of course all these bands that are going to be out there this weekend. Yeah. We talked about Warrant. We've also had on guys from Trickster and Bullet Boys and Frank Hannon Band that fall into that same vein. We've had on Devin Micah. And we've had on 
guys from Driver and Dead Metal Society that will be at the festival as well, like you said. Yep. Going back, like we just talked about the show, go look up the episodes with, with Severmind, Machine in the Mountain, Crane Technique, and Forever in Disgust. That's right. They're all there, and they're all worth listening to. Yep, give them a listen. Yep, soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground. I guess this is it. Yeah. Anything else? Hey, we'll no witty comments. N- hey, we'll see you next week. All right. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>